Hello. Hello. Industry. Industry. Hey everybody, welcome back to Industry Tactics. I'm your loyal host, and we're already 118 episodes deep into the adventure of weirdo, DIY, um, unique independent artists from all over the world. Today my chat with Elena Capillaris is awesome. Um, really great, really great. We talk about so many things. The speed of walking. We talk about that fateful cognac she had with Abby Lincoln that changed her life, you know. And um, the Uhas Jazz House, which comes up a, a little bit in uh, in many of these talks, along with the thread of, you know, militaristic uh, competition in music and, and getting the job done that way. And um, I've noticed that through many of my talks, that whiplash kind of competitive approach to music making and how it... Enjoy. So it's difficult to think of any other way or purpose in why or, or what wh- how we make music. Um, Elena Capillaris, coming right up. Yeah, jazz tactics. Have you practiced jazz <laughs> tactics? Have you read the book on jazz? I have not. I'm not an official member. Shit. No <laughs> bullshit. Bullshit. You are. Yes, you are. You you haven't read jazz tactics? I haven't actually. No. <laughs> okay. I've All seen right. It, well, welcome. But... Me too. Me too. Welcome to Industry Tactics. It's an honor to have you on. Oh, thank you. It's so cool to be here. How do you feel today? Good. I was saying a minute ago that I'm uh, feeling slightly nervous. Um, it's funny how little I've had to interact with people. And this week, all yeah. of a sudden, I have mm-hmm. this and a recording session coming up. And I, my, like I, a real I can feel recording it. session? Yeah. In a real, in a studio? Yeah. Like masked? Yeah. How do you play the saxophone masked? I'm not masked. I'm in a booth by myself. And there will be only the engineer and the artist. So just the three Great. of us there. Great, 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 great. That's awesome to hear. I'm delighted to hear that that we're getting back into it. it would that be your first time in the studio since like yeah. one? Oh gosh. Fuck. 2019. Bonkers. Wow. Yeah. Oh my God. Really I'm happy time. to hear it. Yeah. I am happy to hear it. Delighted. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, interacting is hard. I know. And, um, but, but, uh, I don't know. You've been on my list. I've been wanting to chat with you for a while. So this is a, a delight for me. And uh, just to, to, to get to know a little more of like your musical upbringing, mm-hmm. how you fell in love with making music and the whole thing, the whole journey. So where should we begin? Oh, gosh. What, where, what's your hometown? What's your hometown? <clears throat> yeah, Sudbury. There you go. Oh, shit. From the north. <laughs> how did that shape who you are? 
Uh, you know what? There's actually a relatively supportive and thriving scene happening there. Mm-hmm. So um, there were a lot of people that would let us sit in on gigs. And I played with the university band while I was in high school. And oh, wow. um, mm. there were a lot of people like uh, Don Scott and Rob Pillinen and right the Freeman Brothers and a lot of people that were there at the same time as me. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So more people than you think are from up there. (laughs) Yeah. And what's the, what's the university that was up there? Uh, Laurentian. Laurentian University. Yeah. Yeah. Did you go to Laurentian? No, I I didn't. Uh, They needed a lead alto player and they were. And so you got in, you, you, you you got the best of both worlds. You didn't have to pay that, that Laurentian tuition, but you got the Laurentian education. Or just, in a way. Yeah, in a way, yeah, got to in hang way, with right? those people and yeah. be around players older than me that, you know, that's cool. Could teach me what it's going to be like to actually have to be in the jazz scene and deal with some vibe. <laughs> okay, and what is that like overall? Like, what's the what are some of the words that come to mind? Then or now, because it's it feels very different to me now than it did then. Mm-hmm. Let's go then, and then we'll get into now. So maybe then I was quite naive about any sort of mm-hmm. sexism or bias. or You know, I've always been friendly and outgoing, and a lot of people were very supportive and great, so there wasn't a lot of that. But it was a mm-hmm. shocking and surprising when I had to deal with it, mm-hmm. you know, needing to prove myself or mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. So mm-hmm. there was a lot of maneuvering around that high school, first year of college, that sort of thing. Uh, but that seems you, to be you, drifting away. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Oh, that's great to hear then and now. Uh, that is really great to hear. I'm sorry to hear that it, that it was then. Oh, yeah. I think it's just a standard thing, you know. It's just, Well, <laughs> Sadly yeah. enough, I don't think it's a special situation. So when you When you experienced that for some of the first times, was it like, here we are like you recognized it right away or did it take some time to really Uh, tune into what that was or what that could look like i think for the for the most part i would recognize why it was happening because Mm -hmm. i feel like i i had put a lot of work in to be able to be in the position i was in and i didn't feel less qualified but Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. things would there would be different treatments. So it was just obvious at, um, yeah. at that time. But I wasn't, I, I was a little more outgoing when I was younger than I am now. So I, I was okay at fighting against it, you know, like oh, speaking wow. my mind, but calling it out and, you know. Yeah. 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 And you feel you're a little less um, outgoing or, yeah. or I've, I'm vocal. becoming more interested not about that in oh okay just in general I, the older I get the more introvert I have been becoming it's interesting but that is it yeah. that is interesting I feel like I'm growing into a little bit of the same vibe like oh really yeah but could it be the times that we're in or what like I don't know because I've noticed it over many like pre-pandemic years. like before yeah. the pandemic as well okay yeah I mean oh, I, I may be with a my partner is kind of an introvert person, so it might be 
a little yep. the two of us balancing each other out that way but yeah i'm not sure what it is yeah well you got to go with it it's natural mm-hmm. whatever it is right yeah yeah. yeah. And so um, those early days of uh, of playing in. So you've been like you've known you were a jazzer from like early days, like like high school or what? Like I I started playing saxophone a little bit late. Like I I had it in grade seven or eight and then I stopped and okay. a band director came into our high school who was very aggressive about jazz and I happened to really latch onto it and love it I didn't really grow up with it so it was I was late coming to it um but I like so many kinds of music Mm -hmm. that it's hard for me to label myself a jazzer even though that those are the situations I'm in most of the time okay that's cool yeah 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 yeah. good good so you you've got the um yeah, it, it's it, it was weird of me to label you as a jazzer, actually. It seems to be the circles I'm in for the most part. So most people yeah. see see more of that than yeah. you know. I don't talk a lot what? about the other things I really love. <laughs> so let's let's talk about them. Let's get into them. Like, what what else are you uh, apart from it? I mean, you have a jazz. You definitely have jazz in your menu in your upbringing, oh, right? Like, it's yeah. Not in my not in my upbringing because my parents well, are not sorry i meant like yeah yeah, yeah. My, no, maybe not okay yes yes my yes. cutting my teeth early years sorry. that's what i meant yeah yeah, yeah 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 definitely that was the biggest influence and the instrument i gravitate toward lends itself mm-hmm. to that you know mm-hmm. and so the people that you look to as mentors and masters and how to get the best you can get at your craft mm-hmm. for me are all in that you know like black american that tradition you know those mm-hmm. are the players that i gravitate toward so that that's okay. what I'm going to have in my ear and want to be learning. So yeah, yeah that was the bit root of what I listened to is jazz for the most part. Um, what else are you though? I <laughs> or what else have, like, do you have? In, do you in your diet? Yeah, yeah. 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 I, I'm quite obsessed with uh, Bjork. I've loved okay. her for my whole entire life. That's okay. <laughs> that I've known her music. Yeah, uh, Sugar yeah. Cubes and all of that kind of stuff. Right on. Right and, on. Um, I'm a huge fan of Mr. Bungle and Mike Patton right on. and um, yeah. Secret Chiefs and right, uh, right. I love your stuff, Rich. I'm telling you. Oh, Every they, time yes. you guys were going to rehearse in the basement, I would be like, "Oh gosh." The the, the podcast is over. Thank you very much, Randy <laughs> Bachman. Signing off. Well done, well done, Elena. Yeah. We barely got 12 minutes in. I was getting I was tired, so it's like, I love well you. Done. Bye. Yeah, yeah. No, it's been a pleasure. Yeah. Um, no, no. So, so, but you are into the weirder yeah. shit, eh? When, when did and you uh, take it? Yeah, metal, Meshuga, things like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you go, you go all over the map with this. Mm. Love it, love it. Um, what do you think? Uh, I don't know. Where does that come from? Like, how is that? Just whatever resonates, you you go with, I guess. Right? You can't really force that, but yeah, I can think- you? Uh, yeah, where when did you start noticing that was like in your in you in terms of like how you love music or all the different genres, all of that? I think for a a, a lot of things that I listen to, there's a certain feeling that it gives me, and it it's multi multifaceted because it's so many different styles, mm-hmm. but there's still this one 
feeling of like it feels big like when you're on a mountaintop or like looking over a ocean or like an expanse kind yeah. of feeling and yeah. all of those bands yeah. i find all of those musicians make me feel that way like abby lincoln mm-hmm. elvin jones mr bungle bjork mm-hmm. or you know it's this all-encompassing mm-hmm. sound so i think that's that's great that's great I mean, that's a, I love it. I love, I love your outlook on, on music and how you come to it. Um, so, so you were in high school. How was high school for you? Was it like, uh, what was Sudbury like? How was it like for you in general? Uh, it was pretty great. Uh, Apart from like punching up because you were like playing with the university band and all of that, like it was a good experience for you overall though. It was, yeah, it was a good experience. We had a yeah. a jazz band that toured the country a lot and won jazz oh, wow. record awards and all of these, you know, super competitive wow. band director. But amazing, um, amazing. Oh yeah, yeah. W- was that weird? Super competitive band director. When I hear that, I, you know, it it's funny because I I do owe a lot of. Oh, here we go. Where I'm at to that. Yeah, here we but, go. But. Yeah, there, you know, there is a sense of I, I'm in the process now working on the things I'm going toward now where it's sort of an undoing of there you go. the drill sergeant or that, you know, telling yeah. telling me what what is good. No, that's not good. This is mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. You know, and when you're impressionable mm-hmm. and trying to be good at something. Oh, yeah. You believe. It. Oh, yeah. 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 Well put. Helena. And I think it's like. Yeah, no, I, I've, I've, this has been kind of a, why I say what I was saying, here we go, is like, it's been kind of a, a recurring theme in a lot of ways on unpacking people's musical journeys and their, and their educations. And like Drill Sergeant certainly gives like wins awards, you know, it, it gets you places musically, yeah. maybe not elegantly, but it gets you places musically. And um, so it's hard to undermine that in, in the, uh, is it like, maybe it is the way to go. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, certainly not emotionally, certainly not um, what what I would subs- subscribe to, but I, I've seen it and I, I know it bears result. It brings results, right? That's the, the difficult thing to kind of get around. But in fact, it, what, it what are can, the results for? It can, but I for? find that, the, yeah. yeah, the results are not necessarily for the person right. who wants to be the musician and the artist. Totally. The results are for someone else who, you know, isn't mm. necessarily doing it, but wants to say, like, I did this. That's not nice mm. to say, but... It's a, wow. but as far as how it affects you as a, as a, as an artist, mm-hmm. if, if your main goal is to be the best at something and competitive and you'll never quite feel that way. Cause you'll never be the best at something. Right. And then you right. don't get to be you, you know? Yeah. You know, I thought the other day I was remarking on this, the, I, I, I walk really slowly. Like I, if I'm walking on the street with you and you, you will pass me, you know, it's just like, fuck it. Like, like 10 minutes, like not even like five minutes later, you'll be like a kilometer ahead of me. And I'll just go like, Oh man, I'm so slow. And then like, I'm in a pool and I see people lapping me the same way. Like they're like way faster than me. And I thought of this, like comparing it to music. And it's like, cause like we've all probably experienced that too, where it's like people just, getting to a certain place, whether it might be with chops or like with their career. Mm -hmm. And that is not at the speed of where your career is at. What's, 
That's you? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm definitely a slow, late bloomer. Yeah. But I don't really care. Like, I realized it when I was walking. Like, I was like, I literally have nowhere to go. I'm, I'm walking in a circle. So, like, yeah, you can lap me all you want. I'm still going to the place where I need to get to. Like, and I, I do compare that to music and where we are all at. Like, what is the race? What is it? So you get that drill sergeant mentality of like wanting to, there are some people that you just feel like in their careers or the way they go about what they do, mm-hmm. they're really like driven to climb or like, right. I don't know, man. I don't, don't really, I've not really felt that I'm just walking at my pace and I've, I, I kind of feel like maybe, yeah. Like what, what the hell's wrong with it? Like, it's not even the, the point of it is not to get there quickly. Right. It's not, I don't know. Right. To just get there. Yeah, to your actual destination. Exactly. Exactly. If you're in too much of a rush, you can end up going on someone else's trip. Right, and so we're seeing all these different models about how to do it, whatever that it may be that we're doing with music. Mm -hmm. And um, I think you got to just get to where you need to be with it at your own pace. Like that is the point of it, right? So I don't know. I just realized that this week you're getting it uh, hot here on Industry (laughs) Tactics. that's amazing. But you can relate. You can relate to this. I can because I I think of it all the time. I let a lot of things get in my way mm. while I was trying. Well, I'm still trying to get to where I'm going. Yeah. Um, yeah. But none of them are excuses. That now that I look at it, I think I need I need more time than mm-hmm. I. I like with this sentence right now. <laughs> take take all the time you need. Um, we got it. We got it. <laughs> yeah, I just if I if I were if I would have tried to push through too quickly with recording albums and all of these, yeah. I think I, I would have ended up doing a lot of things that I that don't represent me, if that makes sense. Because I, I was a little bit lost for a while. You know? Yeah. So yeah, like going slowly on the journey, if you can, if you need, if that's your pace, will get you to where you need to be instead of somewhere else. Yeah. Here, there it is. There it is. <laughs> we we took the time and got there. I really enjoyed that. Let's 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 time travel. Let's go to 2010. <laughs> okay. And your record introduction, mm-hmm. and let's hear it. Let's hear it. Let's set up a track from from that that stage in your career where you were at around then there, there are so many things about that recording that are super special to me, even though it's, it's just a recording of standard tunes mm-hmm. that I happen to love. I, I still do a lot of them cause I really love those songs. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's not a lot of compositional things happening that represent me, mm-hmm. but there's a lot about, the people that are really important to me mm-hmm. on that album. Um, one of the main people being someone we have in common, Mr. Uh, Tom Yuhash. Mm-hmm. So that whole album came about because the two of us uh, would play a lot at home. I was renting a room in their house. And um, we also did a lot of duo gigs. And so okay. we got into this space um, right. where we, got used to that emptiness and playing just together and came up with a lot of these arrangements. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. So it's, it's hard. A lot of it of the work is Tom and I, and then oh, um, great. 
some of it Pat LaBarbera, who is the most influential saxophonist in my life. Uh, right on. On some tracks. And Brandy Disterheft on bass. Um, yeah, wow. it was a, a great recording. And I had a best friend that was an engineer at CBC, so we got to record it there on my birthday. Everything about oh. it was wonderful. Yeah. Oh, my God. There you are. Let's hear, uh, what do you want to set up? What do you want to play? Uh, geez, let's think. Um, do you want to hear something with just Tom and I or with the whole quartet? Let's hear the whole quartet. Okay. Uh, and then there's one called um, That's All, which features Pat LaBarbera and I trading off the top. And then uh, okay. going into some solos. Oh, oh I'm singing. That special? Well. Yeah. Okay, here it comes now. That's All from the 2010 recording Introduction, Elena Capillaris. I can only give you love that lasts forever And a promise to be near each time you call The only heart I own is for you and you alone That's all, that's all I can only give you country walks in springtime And a hand to hold when leaves begin to fall A love whose burning light will warm the winter night That's all, that's all Now there are those, I am sure they have told you That they would give you the world for a toy All I have are these arms to enfold you And a lifetime can never destroy If you're wondering what I'm asking in return, dear You'll be glad to know that my demands are small Say it's me that you'll adore For now and evermore, that's all
give you love that lasts forever And a promise to be near each time you call The only heart I own is for you and you alone That's all, that's all I can only give you country walks in springtime And a hand to open leaves begin to fall A love whose burning light will warm the winter night That's all, that's all There are those, I am sure they have told you That they would give you the world for a toy All I have are these arms to enfold you And a lifetime can never destroy If you're wondering what I'm asking in return, dear You'll be glad to know that my demands are small Say it's me that you'll adore For now and evermore That's all That's all Yeah, that's that's beautiful. So you recorded that at the CBC. Yeah. At the Glenn Gould Studio in Toronto. In the... What is it like the Room Two Studio? Is that oh yeah, the, what it's okay. called? It's like a smaller. Got it. Got yeah, it. Yeah, wow, so... what a what a dream! That's a that's a treat. It was yeah. We had to do everything later in the day and mix and master oh, after hours, but great. It was really great, fun. Great. Yeah. Great, great. Wow. Um, is that your first release? Yes. Or no? It is. Yeah. It is. Yeah. So you come out of uh, high school, you go to Humber, you move to Toronto. Is that kind of what the... Yeah. And you exactly. knew you wanted to do that, like while you were finishing high school, like it was getting more clear to you by the year or what? Um, I think, you know, it's funny, wanting to be a musician mm-hmm. has been since I was really little. Like I have a lot of hilarious stories about wow. things I used to make my teachers let me do in front of the class and yeah anyway but uh we can can get into that after um but yeah I I didn't really have any doubts like I had a scholarship in sciences at Queen's University and I was like no I'm gonna play the saxophone right on I I was always pretty sure that this is what I wanted even the times when it's hard but yeah yeah, yeah, that's that's important. That's important. So some of your early teachers, um, did they instill that in you that it's gonna be a a tough climb at times in in jazz and in general and in, in music, right? It doesn't matter what the genre really, right? I think once I got to college, I got yeah. a better perspective of that. Yeah. Palo Barbara okay. is such a great teacher, really like a realist about it. Yeah. And yeah. yeah. It's a, what did you learn from Pat? What were some of the things that you carry with you oh gosh. to this day? Yeah, everything. Um, mm, that sounds like he was very influential. He, yeah, he is. He was almost like a second father to me when I came here. He actually wow. has the same birthday as my dad. And there's this oh, shit. unapproachable um, part of his personality that's not real. Because he's, of course, the kindest, most approachable person. Right. But for some reason, I didn't have any troubles with it because I was used to growing up with someone like that. Okay. So I would, you know, sit outside his door and wait for him to come up and just be like, Hey, can you tell me about, you know? So, yeah. um, And he was always really kind. And, uh, he he still is. I asked about, 
Brazilian records the other day on Facebook, um, just asking people for recommendations. Mm-hmm. And then he um, transferred at least, I don't know, there must be 80, 90 different records wow. of all this Brazilian stuff from 60s all the way through. And oh, all the charts for everything. So it's just been like, it's been that kind of. What a gift. So giving, you know. So, what a gift. Yeah. Wow. Wow. But, wow. But for him, I think he, he just instilled that if I do the work, then I'll get mm-hmm. to where I'm going. So I'm fe- mm-hmm. if I'm feeling frustrated about that, I'm, I'm not where I want to be. It's mm-hmm. because I didn't do the work. Wow. You know? Yeah. I like that. I like that. Um, and that's really special that you got to share your first recording with him. Oh yeah. The, the first yeah. tune we played together was a ballad. It's, I think it's the first tune on the record and we had wow. to do a retake cause I was singing uh, mm-hmm. and he played the intro and it, you were just, it, I was just in awe like of that sound being oh, wow. right. And I know it so well. And now this is my thing. And he's, you know, it was very yeah. exciting. Cheers. Yeah, wow. Oh, how beautiful. How yeah. beautiful. It was, yeah. Um, yeah, check that out, gentle listeners. The the entire record, uh, 2010, Elena Capilares. It's on, what, Spotify? Where else can people find your work online? What's What are some um, of the best avenues to get to you? It's, I think it's, there, it's on iTunes. You can buy it on iTunes. Yeah. Um, yeah. CD Baby. I have to transfer everything over to Bandcamp soon. I haven't done that okay. i've heard that that's a good platform but sure baby is where you can get the uh, physical yeah. copies okay cool mm-hmm. yeah um so so it was good like going to humber how did that open things up for you what did you what else who else did you start associating with how did it how did, i mean I, I assume also moving from sudbury to toronto was like a very great moment in your life too. oh yeah 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 yeah, getting out of there and being able to. It's funny, actually, because I came to Toronto. Getting out of there. <laughs> no, I love Sudbury, so no, that's no offense. But, you okay, know, okay. when you're a teenager, yeah. I miss things about it now. But when okay. you're a kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kinda, you know. Um, but the first year I was here was very exciting. I remember I uh, came early to settle into my apartment Mm-hmm. And I had been rejected for OSAP, so I had to get a student bank loan. And so I got the bank loan and came to wow. set up my apartment and then got a phone call saying uh, I was approved for OSAP because they made a mistake. All right. So all Par- of a sudden... Party, party time. <laughs> well, I went to okay. the Royal York for a week <laughs> by myself. <laughs> so, what, just to, just to live it up? Yeah, I just lived it up. I was like, Holy this shit, isn't going to a... happen again. <laughs> this is the greatest story. So, Because well, I know what unpack. I'm getting into, right? Like, as far as a lifestyle goes, I won't have money very often, maybe. So if... This is so, you're, you're, a, you're, you're a, a Shea person. So, so, so what happens? So you, you get this gift of money. <laughs> you know, I'm living life all wrong, man. I've never, I've never done this. So you, so you get this lump sum. You're like, mm-hmm. I know it's going to be an uphill climb here. Mm-hmm. I'm going in to the Royal York music. for a week. <laughs> what the fuck? That is a, an wa- amazing move. <laughs> I watched movies. I got room service. And it was 
Damn. It was wonderful. And I haven't been now, able to do that since. Apparently those rooms are kind of not, not the, the best, eh? At the Royal York. They're like, not like, are they, was it as regal as you thought it was going to be? It wasn't as fancy as I thought it would be. But again, I'm coming okay. from Sudbury too. And I don't have so a lot of, good. so it's beautiful. And I get uh, flowers every day with room service. So there were things that made great. it extravagant for me at that age. Wow. Thank you for sharing. I like these little <laughs> windows of like, uh, and one day we got to get back to that, right? Like it's got to be like, okay, I'm going to do another week at the Royal York just to, just to feel it, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I haven't that's done anything great. like that since then. Oh, that's, that's bold. I love it. Yeah. I love it. So did you get, when did you move into the jazz house? Cause that Uhas jazz house on Foxley mm -hmm. was a, was a special place and it was always nice to, to uh to get to know you through that you would always be like hanging, hanging out. out hanging out yeah. being like i love yeah. you guys because i loved that band so much man my only regret <laughs> is like not um playing with you we oh. got to do that again we got to relive that as well and, i would uh, be so into that what? holy shit i was holy always shit. counting the day when someone wouldn't be able to make it and i was like come on amazing amazing on. Oh, oh it's gonna happen yeah. elena it's gonna happen so, so, so when did you move into the jazz house? Was that during your Humber years? Uh, I, no, I lived, I lived with them afterward, but were they, were they at Humber while you were at Humber? Was Sly, Sly, or... Sly was, and he, um, okay. Okay. He actually, uh, yeah, I don't know if this is personal or not, but like he actually dated, Here we go. dated my sister for a while while oh, we wow. were, while yeah, we were yes. at Humber. Um, so we became close like family. Okay. For, cause I very, think it was very cool. And then after that, that didn't change. And I, like Sly yeah. and Tom are really the most special people to me that I've met in, through all of this. They're like family. Oh. I, gotta go. I, miss I know, like she, like <laughs> gentle listeners, if you can't hear it in her voice, I can see it in her face. Let me tell you. Oh, did you hear Elena's that little get, crack? Elena's getting, God damn, Elena's getting emotional here. I'm getting yeah. a little emotional myself. Uh, I know they are like family. Yeah, they're special And uh, that's, that's for sure. They're very special. Yeah. Um, do you miss uh, that time? Do you miss those those guys? Or are you still very much in touch with them? Just they're a little farther away now. Yeah, I, um, before COVID happened, I mean, I message Tom sometimes. Um, mm -hmm. But before COVID happened, I would get together to hang out often enough, you know, with just yeah. um, him and Joan to go to the Dakota and just, you know, yeah. sit in and yeah. play or hang. Or, so yeah. I still get to see him sly. I haven't seen forever. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. yeah. But I, I'm going to see Sly. I'm going to see Sly tomorrow morning. Oh, really? Just for like fun, you know, just to yeah. On Zoom? catch up. I, I miss those guys. I mean, it's, it's like, a, yeah, that was a, it was a time. It was certainly a, t a beautiful time when they were in the city, but I'm happy for them where they are right now. Yeah. For sure. But that house was definitely the best oh. part of my life. Yeah. <laughs> it <laughs> was great. like, a, that's great. I like my life. I'm not complaining yeah. about it now, but that was the yeah. best. Yeah. 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 I, I imagine I was like, Man, I'd love to live in this house. I imagine it would just do things for me musically. Like, mm -hmm. did it do things for you musically just to be, like, in that environment all the time of, like, totally. I've never lived in a jazz house. It seemed like that was, like, okay, we're going to, we're doing this. This is going to be, like, yeah. you probably got tons of stories. Johnny Meyer, too, with us. Yeah. Fucking <laughs> Johnny Meyer in the corner. Yeah, exactly. Wow. Um, Amazing. Yeah, it did. It, 
it did because they always sound beautiful and great even because so it was never a nuisance to have that sound all the time right right and right. then the they perfect tenant both have yeah. such different personalities that there's so much to learn from each like sly is so disciplined I remember yeah. you could hear him downstairs playing a quarter note for an hour. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah <laughs> you know, yeah. And so you absorb like, why does someone do that? Hmm. Yeah. Should yeah. I do that? <laughs> you know. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I've never, I've, I've never done that. Like, I've, I've tried to make time for the, the paradiddling and <laughs> the like. Yeah, like his, his obsession, it, it runs deep. Yeah. Eh? Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of. And then Tom's more fun loving and like crazy. So you can, there's just a lot yep. to learn from them. Yeah. Yeah. What a musical family. The, the Uhas brothers and sister. Yeah. The, the entire family. Very, very artistic. Yeah. Oh, that's great. That's great to hear. It was nice to see you get emotional there. Um, so, so you, yeah, you, you obviously met all like Sly and, and others um, in, in college at, at, uh, at Humber College. Yeah, Sly. Um, wow, wow. And and um, so how did, obviously it shaped you as, as a musician. Now coming out of it, like what, what did it, you said Pat was very um, realistic when it came to setting you up as the, being the musician who you are today, developing your career. Like how has that been since you've graduated from Humber what are some of the journeys it's taken you on? And, and, and I'll, I'll finish with where do you want to go? Oh, jeez. Um, when, when I left school, mm-hmm. it actually took me a while to figure out, like, oh, gosh, what do I do now? <laughs> you know yeah. I mean? yeah, 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 yeah. A long time yeah. of, of that. Um, Did you, was, it, was, that, was that hard on you? Like that, that whole fucking journey? Like that whole now what? It is because I find, I mean, I'm, I'm lucky with the, the people we're talking about, those musicians that, that they're also giving and kind and masterful. Mm-hmm. And, but that's not the feeling you get everywhere you go when you try to play this kind of music, right? Yeah. When you yeah. Um, get up on, right. on a stage and get vibed out by 50 people because they want their turn or, <laughs> do you know what I mean? So there's a, a lot of ego pounding when you're when you get out that you have to sort of get over yourself and yeah um, yeah figure out who you are so that you can be comfortable uh finding your voice and not worrying about what they that's beautiful and that takes me a long time because i'm quite sensitive as you can tell from mentioning someone's name and i start crying (laughs) oh that's great i (laughs) I love uh, you i love you and 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 um so so no that I, I I like that I really do and has it been part of your process to shed ego or that's not really what you're talking about or is that it this lately during this time that all of this quarantine stuff and mm-hmm. everything I've been writing and the concept for the record that I want to put out mm-hmm. um has a lot to do with that mm-hmm. in the context of some other. Mm-hmm. things um yep yep like do you know that i don't know if this is just a some an idea i have in my head and it may not relate to anyone and it might be completely wrong but i feel like there's a time period in your life when you're a child before your ego is formed because mm-hmm. of confusion or 
betrayal or hurt or like those moments that make you like, oh, oh, I have to be an adult now. But there's a mm. time when you feel really good about yourself and you're just happy being you and you're so open to everything. Mm -hmm. And um, mm -hmm. it's like that expanse feeling I was telling you before, which is probably why I'm drawn to certain that feeling. Mm -hmm. uh, and then there's a moment in your life where, at least for me, where all of a sudden that changes and you're okay. slapped into this reality that society is saying is the reality of life. Grow up. Here's your life. Um, this is how mm. it really is out there. Mm -hmm. So you go through this process of like struggles and mm -hmm. seeing how other people grasp that and live with it. And, um, yeah. and then yeah. at some point when you're coming out of it and trying to get over your ego, yeah. uh, I feel like I have to find that feeling that I had way back then and be that person I was back then because that person's still you. But then can yeah. you do that knowing everything you know? Yeah. That's that's interesting to me. You know? Like I I hear a lot about this, about about like trying to get back to the thing that got you into it in the first place. Mm -hmm. Trying to get back to that that core kind of like um sentiment about or like you know who you were yeah and just that i don't, I don't know if that, of, yeah yeah but i don't know if that's possible i i think that might be striving for something that simply can't be had again it's like sure like i i uh you think that's possible you think it's possible i'm, I'm, an, I, I'm I get why you want to yeah i want to I, I but i don't know <laughs> if like yeah because you're striving for like you're you're the, the car is going this way right it's like and you're and you're in a way I don't know it, it it is a weird thing to try to tap into. I don't get me wrong. Oh, I feel like I oh. I've tried to fight and preserve for like why I love music and and what music is to me and right and what I stand for with it. But I so I get like the because that's pure that like the the you back then was like you know yeah or not, even yeah. even before music. I mean I guess that wasn't before music because oh, okay. I used I used to perform concerts for my class and I never got this is going back to yeah, when I was grade one grade those early two, these early stories I you would were mentioning bring yeah. an actual boom box to school oh shit and have a whole dance routine it was always Michael Jackson Fuck. and I <laughs> yeah, you got to get back to that then uh, I take it all back you got to get back to all that but That's it just amazing. seems like that kid was yeah. nice and didn't care didn't have a yeah, big ego yeah. didn't want attention just oh I see. Like, spread this Thanks. This joy, joy, this love of yeah, exactly. Okay, I'm down. I'm down. That's I'm down gotta for all be that. something you can tap into again. It has to. Okay. Be. I okay. hope. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. And, and it didn't take much, did it? It was just like you know what I mean. Like it didn't take any education. It didn't take any. Like you were, you were innocent, and you had something. Yeah. You still made music. You still performed it. Right. Yeah, that's good. That's good. I, I'll buy all that. <laughs> I didn't I didn't. I just didn't want to. I, I was trying to drill down on like I did. I wasn't sure if you were like. Striving to be someone you couldn't be because it's just like that person is back there. But it, but no, no, I get now I get where, where you're going with that. So thanks. Yeah, but your side of it, too, does. I mean, some of the in these new tunes that I'm writing, there's a lot of mm -hmm. that conflict because there there is a sense of like with knowing everything, you know, and knowing mm -hmm. what's out in the world, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like, can you, mm -hmm. can you be that innocence if you don't have mm -hmm. complete innocence? 
I like it. So I like it. Well, I like it. I think, and, and what's also interesting about that is you, you now are able to capture and communicate the beauty of who you were back then through the wisdom that you have acquired now being on the journey that you've been on. Like I, there's like, you can only be you now to, to properly convey who you were back then, which right? is still you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. it's like that yeah. continuous infinity circle. You know, it's like a, Fuck. a loop. Holy shit. <laughs> Time travel with You're Elena Capilaris. You're a loop with me now. <laughs> I'm down. I'm down. I, I like this. I like this. Like um, it's, um, I've, I've, and you, I've found this a lot, like listening to recordings I made like 20 years ago. It's like, wow, that, that weirdo is somewhere in here. And it's just like, I would never be, I've always said this about recording that you can never make that. You can never go back and make that recording again. It had to be made then. Mm-hmm. So it is really interesting though, to go back to some of those early ways that you made things too. Like your early creative process was much raw, much rawer, or it was just like, like it just had this, like, you know what I mean? Your yeah. energy back then was just like, it, like what you're saying, a boom box and like you're in grade two and you're just doing it. <laughs> right. You know, I would love to know more about your process of writing all of the stuff that you've written. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. Just mm-hmm. your whole process. Cause it's not even about weirdness. Yeah. Yeah. There's something no, so weird. heavy and so amazing about the things that you write that it's oh, like, the, uh, the, once again, the, the, the podcast can now end. Well done. <laughs> Randy Bachman says hello. No, 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 no. It's I, true I think though. It, like, Cause I feel like you're one of those people that I've always thought has that thing, mm-hmm. you know? Thank you. You're very kind. I, 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 I've always felt that weirdness. Yeah. You, I don't, I don't even know if I'm calling it weird these days, but it's just like, you gotta be, you, you gotta try to be who you are. And it, it's always right. just been natural, yeah. but it is weird. I do acknowledge that. I yes, love it. For, you know, thank you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, well, that's cool. That, that was a, that was a heavy, I, I enjoyed that. Let's, let's, um, let's, let's play something more recent. Uh, why don't we cue up another tune of yours? What do you want to set up? Where do you want to take us next? Uh, maybe we were talking about the, these duo projects that I've been trying to put together to keep myself sane during COVID. We could play one of those. Please, um, please. Is there any length of time that's too long? <laughs> None. No, no. Time uh, is a fart. Time is a fart. Take it away. Can I decide there's Jeremy Ledbetter or there's one with, um, yeah, the one with Jeremy Ledbetter is uh, cool. an Abby Lincoln song. And she, I met her a while ago and it was the greatest meeting of my life. So that this song oh. means a lot to me. And uh, yeah. What's the tune? What's the tune? Um, it's called Throw It Away. By Abby Lincoln. Here's here's throw it away and and who's playing piano? Uh, Jeremy Ledbetter is playing piano and I'm singing and playing saxophone. Certain mood 
possessing and belonging to, acknowledging a name. So keep your hands wide open if you're needing love today, 'cause you can't lose it even if you throw. Away. That was awesome,、uh, Abby Lincoln. Tell us about meeting her. What was that like?、Uh, oh, yeah. She. Th- there are a few musicians that are that mean everything to me as far as how they express themselves and what they have to say and who they are. And、um, I have listened to her for a long time, and I got tickets to see her in、uh, Ann Arbor, Michigan. Oh, because、wow. the person、right. I was dating at the time was from Michigan. Okay, it was a long time ago,、um, mm-hmm. and we—I had a old album cover from the fifties that I wanted her to、uh, sign. Oh, and we were up in the seats, and she came out in the first three tunes. I couldn't even see her because I was in tears. Holy shit! <laughs> It's just crazy. Holy shit! Really? Re- yeah,、yes. just like welled up, like not crying, you know.、Wow. But it happened、wow. when I saw Prince too. But、um, oh wow! Uh. We went backstage after because she did a meet and greet, and we were standing in the lineup.、Um, and she looked over at me and pointed at me and told me to go over in the corner.、Hmm. And I just thought, well, why can I not? I also forgot the album cover, so I was already a little distraught. <laughs> okay, okay. But I thought I was being sent away for some reason. Yeah. So I went off into this corner. She finished all of the autographs, and、mm-hmm. she invited. My partner and I into her dressing room for cognac, and to oh yes, yeah. I have no idea why. I didn't say anything. I didn't, you know. It was just a you、wow. go over、wow. there and wait for me, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's magical. And she just、uh, told me about her life and all of these recordings and about Max Rose. Oh, so you had you had some time, like an、her. hour. It was yeah. It was quite a while. Wow! Wow! Maybe like forty-five、wow. minutes, an hour. Wow! Did you ever get? Did you get the record? Did someone go back and get that record no, so you can get it signed?、Or? I didn't, but she、uh, ah. she had a bunch of eight by ten headshots, and oh, how special! She just gave, special. she signed them and gave them to me. Wicked!、Um, but Wicked. my Wicked. partner at the time was a musician, and he was、mm-hmm. very kind and like such a gentle, sweet person.、Mm-hmm. And we were talking about Stan Getz, and for some reason, she turned to him and said.、Mm-hmm. Don't you ever make her feel like you're better than her? Don't you ever 
My, oh. And we both just sat there quiet and I thought, okay, this is something I have to kind of take in. He's mm -hmm. not doing that, but this is something I need to know la for later. <laughs> Do you yeah. know what I mean? So, um, yeah, wow. Yeah, wow. it's just interesting. That's heavy. Yeah. He asked someone to take our picture and I left. Hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was it. It was just, uh, it was an hour. It, it was a, it sounds like a really important, uh, when would that have been? Like later in her life, obviously. Maybe, right? like, uh, like, she was 72, I think at the time. Okay. I think okay. that's what she Okay. Was. So maybe so she lived 99 or okay. 2000 okay, wow. in the early 2000s. Yeah. That sounds about right. Yeah. 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 Holy shit. It's those moments, eh? Those magical moments where it just feels like, I mean, how spiritual are you uh, with uh, with all of this stuff? Like, do you? Uh, oh, I, I would get all. Yeah, I would say I. Yeah. I, yeah. That I am. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I. I mean, I, I hear stories like that, and I just think it's very beautiful when you zoom out on, you know, on, on the whole, on your your whole life, your whole career. It's like those moments where it's like, yeah. Yeah, and this they, they means stay a lot. huge in you forever. Whenever I think of oh. that, I can feel that. Isn't that something? Yeah. Isn't that something like we're spending an hour, about an hour together here? I'm sure it ain't. I mean, I know it's it's hitting the marks. We're having a great discussion, but it ain't that, right? Like you had that, like that moment, that hour that you spent with with Abby Lincoln was like, boom! Like that was a wormhole. It was a whole thing. It was a whole package. It's not about the time you spend. It's about I don't know. Yeah, the, the moments of all of it too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Oh wow, we're we're having a great chat here, though. I'm enjoying this, <laughs> Elena Capillaris. Thank you so much for these deep thoughts. Oh, thanks. so you're you're shedding ego. You're uh, you're staying sane. You've got this new project cooking. Can you tell us about what this project is in quarantine? Like, are um, you finding your creative stride in all of this? You're finding yourself. I, I was actually struggling with it quite a lot. Sure, and, and the the fact that we have so much time is a huge deal. I mean, I've always wanted more time and I wasn't using it effectively because I just felt sad that everything's been canceled and, you know, I, I wasn't really able to be that productive. So I needed to um, find a way to, I, I have a great quintet put together that had just started being booked at a lot of great festivals and mm -hmm, mm -hmm. we were going, um, so I thought I need to write for these people so that when this is over, we can just continue where we left off. Yeah. Um, but I was, I was struggling with it quite a lot. So I would just practice just for the love of playing, no pressure. Yeah. So I still loved doing that. Uh, but the reason I started doing these duos, which I posted online, yeah. to have some interaction with people because yeah. I've learned through this quarantining and COVID that um, for me to feel creative and inspired, I, I need people. And it's, it's like not even their ability, just being with, yeah. you know, yeah. people. Yeah. Yeah. I hear you. Um, I hear you. Yeah. So I've been more sane and more productive since doing these little fun recordings with other people. It's inspired me to be able to write my own work on my own thing. How, how, um, how do you go about those? Like, do you reach out and say, Hey, I want to do this duet with you. And what are you using? Like, 
what, what kind of technology are you using to get the job done? Is it just Zoom or what? Uh, uh, no, we, we record things separately. And I'm a super low-tech person. I'm not very okay, good, good to know. Good to know. Um, Industry tactics. Yeah. How are you getting the job done, though? Like, how are you right. fulfilling that need, right? Like, it's, yeah. I, I sent a few emails out to people figuring mm-hmm. that if some people would say no. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I just have a couple to do. But no one said no. <laughs> So now, and uh, I just basically said, um, these are the songs that I like. If you have something that you want to do, let me know and I'll learn it. Nice. And uh, you can't go, you can't go wrong with this approach. Yeah. To make it not. If you're young, if you're young in your career and you're listening to this podcast and you just think like, fuck, nothing's going on in my career right now. I mean, one one advice I would just give, just listening to the the opportunity that you just created there, is simply uh, like approach the people you want to work with, and, and and yeah, it's as simple as what you just outlined there. So okay, so you're you're approaching so many colleagues, and you're just mm-hmm. saying, I like this tune. If you like a tune, you're sending charts. You're you're making uh, it happen. I'll I'll send them charts if they don't know the tune, but not with an arrangement not even just the chord changes and melody like just what they need to play it yeah 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 yeah. Uh, okay. and they're all rhythm section players because that's the easiest thing for me to play along okay. with i can only i only have the technological facility to put two videos together <laughs> so love that, it. that's why love it's that, all rhythm section players so that far is, that is so cool to me though it's like here here's the because like we need to embrace right now in the times that we're in the confines the creative confines that we're in Mm. you may not have what's the best microphone you have use it it's it's all you have like don't go i mean i know you can go to long mcquade if you had to but it's like use what you got you we can only fit two heads on a screen so fuck that's the band exactly i'm using an old interface that i found in a cupboard upstairs (laughs) brilliant i love it that's that's it a computer that rebecca hennessy gave me (laughs) Great, Rebecca Hennessy. Shout out, Uh, shout out. It's like it's teamwork, right? I really think that is so charming. Oh, that's great. So, who who have you performed with so far, and where do you want to take it? Um, the first ones. Oh, I was going to say, basically, they play whatever they want to play. I just tell them, I'm going to sing. This is the key. Give me a place to solo. Go, because part of the interaction is what they have to offer. Yeah, you know what I mean. So, like, how are you? then you're surprised when you hear it and you have to adapt and you have yeah, to. Yeah, got it. Got um, it. But That's I, cool. That's cool. So far it's been um, uh, Dan McCarthy on vibraphones mm-hmm. and Jeremy Ledbetter on piano, mm-hmm. uh, Ted Quinlan on guitar. Uh, yeah. The latest one's Adrian Ferugia on piano. Wow. wow. Um, Bernie Senensky is coming up. Mm-hmm. He's a piano okay. player. Okay, awesome. Um, Thomas Francis, wow. who's a piano player. Yeah, uh, Thomas Francis. Yeah, that's great. Um, that's Brandy Disterhoff said, but I think maybe she might have become busy because things have opened up. But she's supposed okay. to be doing one, so we'll see oh, if that okay. happens. Okay. Uh, Rebecca yeah. and Michael, or because they can be on one Amazing. screen. So yeah, okay, so that technically counts as one head. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's good. That's good. Yeah, so that's, that's great. That's so great. Wow. Um, and you want to, you kind of want to package this and release it. Like this is where you're going with it now. It's like, it's um, becoming something bigger than what you had imagined or what, or had you imagined it that way? Right, right now. I'm just, I'm just doing it to sort of show people who know who I am, who these people are so they can cool. get some 
traction on something, you know, and, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And just be able to be creative myself. So I haven't really thought about it. Someone mentioned yesterday that they love all of these songs and maybe I should yeah. release it. But if yeah. I do that, I want to try to get a grant and get some money together and pay everyone as if it was a session. Re I don't, I don't yes. want to use anything yes. in, unless I can treat it okay. as if it was an actual recording. Okay. Thing. But okay. Um, I like your approach. Yeah, it's cool. That's really cool. But we'll see what happens with it. I, I, I know. To, I love it. I probably have to get a person who actually knows how to mix and master <laughs> to look at it and if it's going to be released. But yeah. So the stuff is like, it's quality wise. I think it's really charming because it's like, yeah, you, you, you know, you've, you've, you've got both of them and it, it has a video element to it already. And you're kind of making it in real time, right? You'd almost if you release it as a recording, you'd back into it, right? Because you've, you've, you're doing them as almost like singles and with the video that you the project, like it's, yeah, yeah, I love it. I've, and I also think at the end of the day, it's community building, right? Like you're celebrating those musicians that you, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And that's my big intention, like for me to feel connected yeah. and to maybe yeah. make them feel connected. And that's charming. That's all I, yeah. That's, that's why we're here. Right. You want to do one? <laughs> oh yeah 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 absolutely i'm in just let me know i'll let you know my i'll let you know my favorite song okay i'm, I'm okay. down with the we can write a song about logs oh shit yeah <laughs> that, that well we all have our coping mechanisms right i got a, a fresh rock right here to to, to 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 paint over the weekend you know what what, what can i tell you a little, little tuft of grass right beautiful um but uh and a, and a, and a postcard here from Mendelssohn Joe that wow. comes to mind. Oh, fuck. You can't oh, there see you it. Go. Okay. I can see it now. That says art is the healing. Oh, come on. I can't see it now. And the healer art is the healer the healer, which I'm hearing a lot of as we go through this, you know, yeah. it's like, I don't know about you, but has it, has it helped you? Especially over this year? Like how thankful are you yeah, to, to I, have it? I don't, I don't understand how people get through without it. Oh, and maybe it's shit. by like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Ooh. Bravo, but bravo. Maybe You're it's hitting by the home runs. listening to other people doing it. But yeah, as yeah, far as, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I, I don't know what I would do without this. Yeah. 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 I do, I do see a lot of, and I'm not saying it, it hits, um, creative people less than non-creative people because i think we all went numb like mm -hmm. you're it sounds like you're coming out of a numbness oh, right like sure. a, yeah. from a year ago of like what the fuck how long is this gonna last but now we are sort of catching our bearings i am too and it does to an extent feel kind of refreshing given that there is a like people are dying around us and it's like it's real right you know but um that can't be undermined but i do see the creative um pursuits even if they're fucking weird like i'm painting cookie shit i'm making uh shit cookies over the weekend like yeah and i feel like it's like real i feel like the art is the healer i feel like it's like it is important you know however we got to get it out but isn't like, isn't that yeah that's incredible because i'm telling you i i go online i might be yeah. feeling sad i might be feeling uh, yeah like hopeless yeah. yeah and then a video <laughs> that you make about painting a rock and right. writing nice log makes me right. laugh and it makes me feel good and they're pretty <laughs> thanks oh yeah yeah i'm all left hands you know what but i mean yeah, i mean so it's like it's it, it makes it's such it, a difference it. yeah 
I mean, back at you, you know, I, I, I see these duets and that's what really drove me to want to speak with you is like, what you're doing is like, yeah, we're, we're trying to build community and and make sense of it. And, um, I think there is a storyline there, something to pay attention to that as we come out of, hopefully I've been saying this for a while, but (laughs) as we come out of the, the, this pandemic, we are stronger we are more unified. We are more, we are closer in a lot of ways and know each other in a better way. And what we want to be as artists and as humans coming out of this thing is what I think the priority should be, you know? Yeah, definitely. It's funny. You can have a better sense of who's on the same wavelength as you through this too. Yeah. Like I love just that. by things you're saying and doing. I'm just like, yeah. I love that. No, I know. I know. I think that, like if we, if we can't do that, then, um, we're screwed, you know, like it's, it has to be that to, to an extent. And I think it's also reaching out to those who you, who maybe it doesn't resonate with as much and trying to find commonality. Like I want to, you know, understand the bozo, it like the bozo who doesn't think wearing a mask is like, um, wise you know i want to i want to understand the bozo who burns a mask as as their art you know like it's like what what's going on there right what let's talk let's talk you know uh i don't know there's a lot there that's yeah i was gonna say can we go for another hour (laughs) yeah exactly exactly oh look well we did the hour and and what a what a Ah. pleasure it was it was a real pleasure and thank you for uh for is there anything you you want to like as we wrap up the interview or just touch on that you feel you didn't have a chance or we went in a direction you know any direction that that you didn't say or like a quick nugget of like there's a lot of wisdom uh that that you carry so i would be any we would make time here if if you did want to share more you know, let, let's pretend I hit stop because usually that's when the good stuff is said. <laughs> oh, okay, interview over. No, I've got the heaviest thought. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, that's tricky. I don't, I'm, I'm glad that I had things to say. I was worried about it. Um, no, 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 no. There's no worry. There was no worry there on my end. Um, You've got it. No, I, I'm glad it was you that, because I thought if anyone can get me to talk, it'll be. <laughs> um, yeah. Nuggets of gold. <laughs> hmm. Or just like, what have you, what, maybe I'll phrase it. Go ahead. You were about to say something. No, no, no. You go ahead. Cause I love Where do you, where do you want to go that you have yet to be with, with your music career? Where do you want to push it? Oh, for, um, I think I've been a, a side person, which I love a lot for a very long mm-hmm. time, but I, I, I want to focus on, getting myself as a leader uh, Mm -hmm. out a little bit more. Um, I just feel this need to like make people feel loved and wanted (laughs) and seen. And do you know what I mean? It's a, it's a weird, I don't know if music can do that, but I feel feel like it can. And uh, Oh yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I just have a need to give a little bit of that. So. And that would be with your quartet or your quintet as a starting point coming out of this. I'm hoping so. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the, the writing is a, is a little more modern. It's not like old. It's not cool. just straight ahead jazz, you know? So it's Who, um, who's in that quintet? Um, Mark Micklethwaite on drums. Oh, wow. And uh, Jeremy on piano. And Lauren Falls on bass. 
Wow. And uh, Kevin Turcott on trumpet. That's a band. It's yeah, it's a great band. I love. Uh, have you re- have you recorded yet or no? No, not with them. No. Okay. Everything was. I had a bunch of. Oh, sorry. I don't uh-huh. make this longer. I had a cool. a bunch of. I always get a lot of last minute calls for the Rex. Like, can you do a month? Which I love, and I always say yes because I don't want it to stop. Cool. Uh, cool. But it means that I have to call a lot of last minute subs in for things. So I okay. had a lot of time where I got to play with a lot of different people in a lot of different yeah, settings neat, and suss neat. out how I feel with people. And okay. and even though I okay, love wow. everybody, that's great. this group yeah. has been like the people that I feel the most, like I can just be myself. Cool. Really, that's really important. And I love the way you got there. Um, how important are venues like the Rex in your life, especially now that they've not been as there as, 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 uh, you know, present. I think lately. the Rex in particular is special Mm-hmm. As far as a jazz club goes or a music mm-hmm. venue, um, mm-hmm. it feels like a second home to me because the moment I got here when I was 18, like, what did we do? You know, yeah. it's like, yeah. Sly, Brandy, Lila, well, let's all go to the Rex. <laughs> do you know what I mean? There, like, you go. We've, there you go. We've grown up in that place and it's a long time and uh, and they're so supportive. That's special. They're just That's so really, special. So I can't wait to get back into there. Yeah. Right on. Right on, Elena. Well, stay great. Um, look out. Look at. Look for Elena Capillaris on Instagram. That's where you'll see a good glimpse of these duet projects that she's been uh, developing uh, recently on online. And um, what do you want to go out on? Let's let's play a tune. Let's play another. Oh, tune. another one. Uh, yeah, anything, anything, anything from the well. Even doesn't have to be like <laughs> one of the duets. Could be anything that you feel. That you have access to that you can email me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm trying to think of. Uh, are you okay with a ballad? Come on, no, no. There's a no ballad policy here on Industry Tactics. <laughs> I mean, of course. there are no there are no ballad policies in places, right? <laughs> so, yeah, um, right, right, right. Yeah, that's hilarious. Maybe uh, <laughs> let's go back. That's a tactic. <laughs> go back to the the original recording, and we'll just cool. go out on a a duo with Tom. Uh, so just Tom and I and playing the nearness of you. There it is. Thank you for sharing. Elena. This has been a real treat. Oh, it's been great. Thank you for having me here. It's nice to see you. Likewise. Just the nearness of you It isn't your sweet 
Well, that was Tom Uhas on guitar accompanying Elena Capillaris. What a great chat that was. Elena, thank you for sharing uh, your wonderful stories and, and deep perspective. Uh, that was re- I'm, I'm looking back on that already so fondly on our chat. Here's to many more, including next week, my chat with the great uh, another saxophone, another saxophonist slash singer, Fred Speck and his different take on on how to get the job done. Uh, Loving these talks. Go to FriendlyRich.com if you want to learn more about all all of the podcasts, prior episodes, and, uh, and all things friendly. Okay, take care, everybody.